morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> you serious? Martin Kilcoyne. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Sun is out. St. Louis has never looked better, Chuck. I don't know why. It's great weather. Shorts weather. This is great. City's on fire right now. Danny Mac is on fire. Going after him. Well, it was on fire. Now we cleaned it up. <laughs> Got Dan Mac going after Dan Wetzel. That was kind of Friday. That was story. a trash article. That really was bad. That I, was I don't know Dan walk. Wetzel, but he seems like he has a decent name in the business. Sports writer guy. Just kind of basically said, yeah, the city of St. Louis sucks. It was loosely what he said. That was PR trash. So the Rams had to move. And how can there be so many varying opinions? Dennis Dodd, who we kind of said was in favor, you know, was polite to St. Louis and said, boy, things have really grown around there. That Wash Ave and all the stuff that's going on downtown. And we were all like, maybe it was a little too generous. But look at our city today, Chuck. Doing just fine, buddy. 60 Doing degrees. just fine. Nope, 65. I wrote it down. Nope. Did you write it down? I checked my phone. Right now, St. Louis, warmer than Vegas, warmer than Toledo, are warmer people, than Peoria. Are people tweeting out pictures today inside their car? My phone says 66. Okay, I said 65. Way You're off. wrong. I rounded down. So <laughs> when it's negative two or three, everybody's like, look at this. I got in my car and it was cold out. Tweet, tweet. Do we do that when it's warm? I, I did see a funny video on Twitter over the weekend where you know how people, when it's really cold out, they'll they'll take a like a bucket of water and they'll throw it out in the air and it's like, oh wow, look, it crystallizes as it's in the air. Some guy said, this is what happens when it's fifty five degrees, and he just threw some water over the <laughs> deck and it just hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with taking pictures of your car's thermometer, it's got to be below zero and above a hundred, right? Is that fair? Yes, you below shouldn't be zero able to and above, above hundred. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to put those out on social media unless it's. Below zero, above 100. Everything else doesn't matter. Chuck, good to see you. Uh, you look fresh. You look happy. You I am look, happy. You look about $1,000 richer right now, Chuck. <laughs> you look like a guy who might buy us lunch. Never brag about winning money around us because we're going to expect something. I'm a generous guy. Had a great weekend. Went to <laughs> Peoria, the alma mater, for a little quick one-day reunion. Watched Bradley basketball. Now, so it was a reunion that the school put together no. and invited alums back. No, it was It was one... just you and your buddy said, let's have some beers and meet in Peoria. Pretty much that, but one of our friends Fair. was also inducted into the Bradley Athletics Hall of Fame, so we kind of centered it sport? around that baseball player. What but they position? honored him at the basketball game at halftime on Saturday. Did they knock on the door the night before at the hotel and <laughs> let him know if he's getting in or not? They did. It did was they great. call you and tell you to go home because you didn't get in? They get a red jacket. I'm on the uh, the red ribbon panel <laughs> for that as well. Uh, but no, then Sunday, Super Bowl, we had it pretty chill at the house, but I did the squares game. And I had 3-3, and let me tell you, that number was in play the entire game. Second quarter, the Rams get the ball back down 3-zip. All they need is about 30 yards, and Legatron could have hit a field goal. They don't get it, of course, but third quarter ends 3-3, so I win the third quarter. And then my wife, who doesn't care about sports at all, 
we were so into the squares because I said, look, there's a very good chance this game could end 13-3. And so we're cheering at the end, even though it's probably the most boring Super Bowl game I've ever watched. We were cheering and hugging when Legatron missed that field goal at the end to secure the 13-3 victory. And I win both with the 3-3 squares. Wow. Huge so moments. Fun. The fourth and inches. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought Belichick might say, screw yes. it, I'm going for it. Plus. We'll get a yard, and we're going to put this game away. Huge moment for the Marlowe household to kick the field goal, to get that 13-3. And then the late Zerline miss. The guy ah! never misses. That's Charlie. Huge. Two huge moments for you in a game that was just dog crap. How exciting is that? Everybody should be playing squares. Next year, Let's invite our friends in New Orleans, Oakland, San Diego, Boston. Let's just have a big square game since we hate the league. Look, and I'm not trying to make this about me, <laughs> but <laughs> no, we do like to talk gambling on this show. You and like I to think, talk gambling. Okay, I like to talk gambling, but I think a lot of people do like to gamble, whether it's fantasy True. football, yes. whether it's squares, whether it's betting the, the games and all that. I do think the gambling aspect can make these games much more fun. Yes. There's and no doubt. It it's, certainly did. Especially a game that you don't really have a rooting interest in. But it's also really boring. Terribly boring game. So like, oh, what are we going to do? Wait for another stupid boring. commercial. Correct. Strick is right. Boring. The squares keep you locked. Those are huge moments. When the Scott Norwood miss happened against the Giants that year, I was at somebody's Super Bowl party. And if he, I wanted the Bills to win. I felt sorry for Buffalo. Just a smaller time. That was only their second one. They'd lost, what, the year before? Or was that the no, first that year? No, that was their first Was one. it the first yeah. year? Yeah. We'll check on it. I remember no, rooting that was for... the first one I remember. Because they lost to Dallas a couple of times. got and annihilated. Washington one year too, right? Maybe the year after that. So this would have been the first year. But yeah. I like Buffalo. I was like, oh, Marv Levy. Thank your grandpa. Yeah, come on, Buffalo. <laughs> Comes down to that final kick. Somebody says, all right, let's look at the numbers. Who's got one and nine? Oh, Martin, if he misses this kick, you win the pot. So then I'm like, miss it, miss it, miss it. <laughs> No sympathy at small market Buffalo. At that point, I said, screw it. So he misses the kick. Big market Martin. I think I won like 100 bucks or something at the time. Tons of money. Now, Charles's number may be a little higher than that. Well, for charity as well. I Char- donated oh, yeah. some back. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the Danny Did Foundation, based out of Chicago for epilepsy, made a lot of money. So it's all good. But I, I did ask my wife at one point, or I kind of posed the question. I said, because look, of course I did not want the Rams to win. But I thought to myself. If I could get 1600 for me personally, but the Rams won the game, which I don't want to happen, but I got the money, would I prefer that versus Patriots win, I don't make any money? And I, I hate to tell former. you my answer there. The oh, you got to root for yourself. Yeah. I know. No, I don't blame you. Get yeah. the money. Just don't tell anybody. But it all worked out because the fact that we didn't get to see Enos hoist that I trophy. Like how it's become Enos. It's Enos. just fantastic. And and maybe they'll win one the next few years, but but not now, my friend. And not can I now. can I ask a fair question about Enos or Enos? Does he have some sort of eye condition? Because I know everybody's making fun of the sunglasses. When we did that with Tony Sperano, and although there's nothing to be fair with Kronk, it doesn't matter. You just get to trash him. That's part of the fun. When Sperano was the Dolphins coach, I'd be like, dude, what's with the glasses all the time? And they're like, well, he actually has a real serious eye condition. He Doesn't, has to wear Jim those. Jim McMahon has one, too, I think. Correct. And he wears glasses a lot indoors. I'm, I'm honestly asking, and I don't know that we'll ever get an answer. Eh, who cares? And the answer, correct answer is who cares? <laughs> but does he wear the sunglasses inside just because he's kind of a D? 
or does he have an actual medical condition? Well, I don't want anybody looking at me. I'm, I'm guessing it's because he's a D. Okay. And a diva. That's, that's probably. He thinks he's like a rapper. Right. Like he's Jay-Z or something on the sideline with the sunglasses. I'm telling you, you got to read the piece in the Columbia, Missouri, and I referenced it last hour. And it's very in-depth about his life growing up in Mora, Missouri. But it's a little bit about Enos, this kind of hard scrabble and was a bus boy and really... And you just, you read this and you'll say, Mary to Walton, <coughs> Mary to Walton, <coughs> Mary to Walton. Probably was always industrious and hardworking. Mary to Walton, Mary to Walton. Just read that piece and see if you don't laugh just a little bit about the idea that good old Enos is just kind of, oh, work my way up, Frank, all the way up the like, ladder. Does he own all these sports teams if he doesn't marry into the Walton family? Correct. The does answer he... is absolutely not. Right. Well, he's a real estate developer. Correct. And the the biggest thing when he got going was developing strip malls with Walmart yes. as the anchor tenant. Yes. How did that work out? God, he must have really worked hard to get those contracts. How did that work out? <laughs> I know we've talked about this a lot, but I think looking back, a lot of people assume that because he's Enos and Stanley and Enos Slaughter and Stan Musial and he's from Missouri, he's our guy, he's a Missouri guy, he cares about St. Louis. And then if you kind of replay the hand here's a guy how long had he lived in malibu right i mean 20 plus years i think when the rams moved here he was kind of a california that's guy. what i'm saying like i think about it and again so i grew up in Toledo, ohio i haven't lived there in 18 years at what point is where you're living in your adult life kind of does that become your home for stan i mean was he really a missouri guy still when you've been living in California for two-plus decades in Malibu? Charlie's parents call. Will you be bringing the grandkids home every Christmas? I'm an Ohio guy, of course. <laughs> I'm a I'm a native son, Mom. I would never turn my back on the great state of Ohio. But my point is, he was no longer really a Missourian. Correct. He it was, was a Malibu transplant. It was silly to romanticize yes. the idea. And we did that. That he was a Missouri guy. Well, he said it, too. I'm a Missouri guy, Frank. Uh, here's the main question. Okay. Across the board, and it's for every media member in town and maybe even football fan in town. Now that that Super Bowl happened, the result happened, is it over? Like the obsession, the conversation with the Rams. Are we now, because after that first year, I was kind of done with caring that much about them. We had professional liar. We got a new coach. We kind of moved on. Last year, they made the playoffs, but they bowed out quickly. Yeah, okay, fine. That's over with. The Super Bowl deal certainly did stir up a lot of ghosts, a lot of emotions. I think it's a little exhausting, though. Like, just hating them all the time. It's not exhausting. Hating them all the time is a little exhausting. Is no. It, is it over? It's, it's never not exhausting. Be, Rocky, is it never over? It's never, it's over, never for, over. It's never over for Rocky. Which, Rock, how are you during the game? It's never over, Martin. It's never it's over. Never okay. Over. So next year, if they're 11-1, and one, you're going to watch that 13th game. Say, oh, you got to lose. you got to lose. you got to lose. They get in the playoffs. Like, Come on, yeah, it'll be Yeah, you if they're 11-0 at any point next year, it's going to be me and the 72 Dolphins. With the champagne Just on us. Ready to pop champagne. All right. Um, so the yeah, it's never, it's never that, because here's the thing. Because it took me it took me about three years to realize that no matter how many, you know, Mizzou players the team has or how many times I watch it, I'm never gonna like a team like I liked the St. Louis Rams. I'm never gonna be con- emotionally connected to that team. And so therefore, the reverse will always happen where I'm emotionally connected to the Rams and that my hatred will never die. Because okay. there, there there's somewhere somewhere I have to be emotional about football because it's my favorite sport. And if it's never going to be for the positive, it might just always be for the negative, and that'll be the Rams. How about this? Enos will turn turn 72 this year. 
I don't wish ill will on anyone. His hair, his hair is turning oh, 20. I'm glad you're going, going here, not second. me. Where is no. this going? Careful, Chuck. Careful. I'm being very it's careful. extremely petty. Is it too much? Oh, is it? Is it too much to ask <laughs> that I wouldn't like to this see him? guy went some squares. Now he wants to kill people. No. No. I did a double Sounds preface. like someone's in a death pool. No. I did a double disclaimer. Is it too much to ask that I would like for, for Stan not to be able to hoist the Super Bowl trophy? No. Ever. No, is that, is that you. You're I'm just saying you. in, his lifetime, in his lifetime, Yes, you're I'm hoping you. it doesn't happen. That's yes. all I'm saying. I think that's a popular it's stance. It's right? petty, but I'll allow it. No, I don't think it's petty. I think that's that a popular like. stance. So I guess the answer to my main question is no, it's not over. But look, for the majority see, of this folks. is what bothers me. If you go and throw a tweet out there about the Rams kind of making fun of them or hating on them, all these L.A. Rams fans, both of them, both oh, of them. get over it. You're being petty. Like, I can live my life, have a job, raise a family, have a wife, have hobbies, and still take 27 seconds once a week to make fun of the Rams on Twitter. It, yep. it doesn't keep me up at night, and I can do that forever, and I'm fine with that. It's kind of a hobby at this yes. point. It's not an obsession. It's a hobby. There it is. Our Rams take in 2019, not an obsession. It's a hobby. One of our great sponsors this hour, Offenberg Hyundai. That's O'Fallon, Illinois. Get on the web, OffenbergHyundai.com. Not only good-looking brand-new vehicles, but also a selection of pre-owned vehicles always on the lot. We're talking about pickup trucks, Camaros, Corvettes. Over the years, all types of pre-owned on the lot. In addition to that, if you know exactly what car you're looking for, you let them know, year, make, model, they will go out and find that car for you. Part of the award-winning service at Offenberg Hyundai, now celebrating their 30th anniversary. 1989 is when it began. Grandpa Offenberg started out, said, you know what? How do you say it? Hyundai, 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 Hyundai? Yep, let's try it. They started it in night first ever Hyundai dealership was in this area was with Offenberg. And here we are 30 years later. Everybody loves the brand, and you can still get the great service. Highway 64 into Illinois, O'Fallon, Illinois, Greenmount Road is the exit for Offenberg Hyundai uh, for your next vehicle. Chuck, Maroon 5. So you were watching, clearly, you're a good barometer here because you're watching the game with your wife. Did she like the concert more than you? Is Maroon 5, because I think a lot of us that are watching now, we don't get, and Maroon 5 is not the young, hip crowd. I think Travis Scott was appealing more to the younger group, I guess. I didn't know who that was. I did not either. I don't know who, I still don't know who Travis Scott is. I And I didn't listen to that. I was in the car. I heard a little bit of Maroon 5. I missed that part. Travis Scott's coming to St. Louis on, uh, is in he? two weeks. Two he, weeks from today, just, he's playing at the Enterprise Center. Martin, I think you got to right? call up Tom Stillman, see if you can get some tickets to that concert. I just appreciate it when an artist blows every single production note that I'm sure was given and just does not censor his thing. It's just like, all right, people in the dump button, this one's on you. Because Travis Scott was not yeah. censoring anything, and they were hitting long dump buttons. And I felt sorry for the produ- production crew, because I'm sure they told him thousands of times censor your songs. Kendrick Lamar did the same thing when he performed uh, after one of the, was it the National Championship game? I can't remember. But he did the same thing, and I was like, that must suck, the production crew. That really surprised me. Yes. I could not believe did that it really? CBS, it didn't surprise me at all. Super Bowl halftime show, I go, man, there's a lot of dumps here. He Again, keeps saying he's the secondary words. performer. I'm sure he was got told thousands of times with the like pre-production meetings, don't do it. And he's just like, I'm going to be on stage for 30 seconds. I'm, I'm doing it. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah, I didn't think the show was fantastic. I mean, Maroon 5 was good when I was in college, and I think all the ladies love Adam Levine. He do takes they? his shirt off, and, of course, he's ripped and jacked. And I asked yeah. my wife, I go, I go, do you like the tattoo look? Now, I'm sure she thinks he's a good-looking guy. She said 
she doesn't like the uh, the tattoo. Did you thing. ask because you were thinking about getting a tattoo, and maybe depending on her answer, might have swayed you one way or the other? I think I'm going to get a tattoo of my daughter's initials. I've been Ooh. thinking about that for a while, but a, a small one, discreet, whereas Adam Levine, his entire chest, right, stomach, arms, all tatted up. Again, I was in the car listening to Jim Gray awkwardly segue between football talk with Larry Fitzgerald. And, Larry, what do you see in the second half of these Rams? And now back to, uh, let's see, there was Jagger moves. There was Sugar. Moves like Jagger. Would have she been nice will be loved. Been. Was, and now we join him in progress. This is She Will Be Loved. Jim Gray. It they was listen. nice to be reminded of a time when the Super Bowls were fun to watch back in, like, 04. Um, when they played those every single old song, which surprised me, I was, I, sh I was, yeah, I was shocked they opened up with old songs. Well, do they have current? They opened up with like three old songs. Yeah, they have current songs. He played like, one of his current. Songs. They have like two songs. They have like a song that's on the top, that's in like the top fifteen on the oh, Billboard. Yeah. Cardi B. Which I'm surprised they played that because she wasn't there. What? Rakio. And she has like a verse. And it's like if you're gonna add more people from. You should know this answer. Genre. But when Big Boy comes out, and I is love it Boy. Big Boy, B-O-I. I loved mm -hmm. Outkast as a kid. Mm -hmm. Now, is there an issue, right, with Big Boy and Andre 3000? Because once Big Boy comes out, I'm like, if if Andre 3000 <laughs> is out there in Atlanta, where they're from, no, seriously, that would be a cool reunion. Yeah, I I, I knew Andre 3000 was going to be. So out they're there. not they're not like buds anymore. I I think that's is Outkast still a thing? They came to the Lou Fest a couple of years ago, not the one that we overslept. What's uh, that? What's Lou Fest? I think. Okay. Yeah, it was it, thing of the past. It was quite. It was too much. It was too much. Animal being and not enough. Travis Scott and Outkast. That's that's my. See, that's I don't kid. know about that. To be and, fair, I, and I like Maroon Five. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not getting out like Hoff where I, I blank. Yeah. To be fair, any Adam Levine appearance is too much. Yeah, I'm okay, I'm okay with Maroon Five, like as a whole. Like I said, their old songs. Like I love it when I was younger. But I like, like their old stuff, Charlie. That's what you always say. Um, that Travis Scott. I kind of like his older it stuff. It was definitely not uh, when he was seventeen. It was definitely way too much Maroon Five. I liked. And I liked Martin. I liked your early stuff. I didn't understand stuff. it. Big fan of that. I didn't get when he was taking his I shirt that. off. I didn't get that. <laughs> but look, I'm 36 years old. When Travis Scott came out, I didn't know who he was, and I didn't even care to Google and find out. And I like rap. I'm not a hater. Song. I didn't know who the dude was. And I'm I thought Adam Levine, actually, I think he's good. I like Maroon 5. I hate to use a, uh, what did Randy always say? A little pitchy? A little pitchy, right? Yeah. When he was singing? Yeah. A little pitchy? Yeah. And right? I, I just wondered going into it, and I don't even really care. Not quite a big enough name. Is that fair to Maroon? Like, uh, I when think you Adam Levine is a big enough name. Cause he's, he's on, what, The Voice? Yeah. He's out there. You see him in a lot of different and outlets. And again, he's been, this is a band that's been putting out uh, you know, hits for 15 yeah. years now. I mean, they're big. I'm just saying yeah. Katy Perry, Lady <laughs> Gaga. Love was like I just don't think Maroon 5 crosses over to enough groups to I be agree. a Super Bowl halftime show. Okay, yeah. that's... I think that's... The, like... Beyonce does, Bruno Mars does. I would put kind of Maroon 5 in that same area where Coldplay was when they did the Super Bowl halftime mm -hmm. show. Like, they're popular, they have their large fan base, but that's it. But it like doesn't this, go this elsewhere. This is an event that has had Prince and, like... But Prince does. Prince crosses over to a lot of people. You know, that's what I'm saying, though. Is like the, it's a drop-down The magnitude kind of, yes. of some people that have performed on this stage yes. is... Yeah, it, it was definitely obvious. Okay, but who's left, then? Who's left that you'd really want to see? I was trying to think. Has Pearl Jam ever played? Are they too old so. now? They're too old. My prediction probably. next year is Pitbull because it's in Miami. I, I, Dale. 
Is he not a tool? Am I missing? No, he it? is. He's a huge tool, but all musicians are. I mean, Mr. Worldwide. Adam Levine no. took off. I think that's Adam Levine took off an article no. of clothing every song. That's not toolish. Mr. Three Hundred Five. No, no, he put one on when when Outkast got it's there. He put, super on a, he put on a jacket. Your facts are incorrect. Why is he a tool? Dude makes millions. Shaved head. He raps. People like him. Reps Miami. I gotta okay. say, Martin, if your interest in music is whether or not they're tools, you're you're. I disagree. It's a mo- narrow scope. No, I <laughs> to say that all musicians are tools. Most of them have a little je ne sais quoi or a little vibe that they yeah, are kind of hip. That's tools. why. That's why. Is athletes, using je ne sais quoi a tool move? Yeah, they're a tool. Okay. Athletes, they're a tool I am a tool. I, I've asked for my own personal education. Always want to be musicians because musicians are historically kind of cool. They've got that vibe. I disagree with the premise that most musicians are tools. I don't like pitbull per se. I'm not calling him that. I'm saying I thought that was his sort of mo. I, I think he'd people... be entertaining. I think he's fast paced. He's quick. He can okay. do a whole lot of stuff while he sings. Jackson can perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. I mean, this is. That's that's a, we're, yeah we're talking about tears here and Maroon Five is simply one of those shows that was a, a below tier. It than sounded like the they had to one. settle. They probably Beyonce, asked other people. It's not Prince. It's not MJ. Okay, who's left then? They because should be like the Oscars next year. Should, say, we have I think no it should be localized. Performer. I think it should be highly localized and just get all the stars in, in, in Atlanta. That you could have you could have. There's no reason Outkast shouldn't have been the center and it should have branched off with Travis Scott, Usher, Migos, and everything else. Not not. Uh, 21 Savage, apparently, because he's not from Atlanta, as we all found out this weekend. Um, what? 20, you, you, there was a That's rapper fine. who's fine. from Atlanta who okay. got arrested by ICE. It was funny. But look, Jermaine Dupree, welcome to Atlanta. That's how you start that show. Yeah. 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 I mean, this, six. It literally wrote itself, and I know there's yes. been thousands of articles that were written in the weeks before the Super Bowl and the weeks immediately after when Maroon 5 was announced, God knows when. But it, it needs to be said again, you had Atlanta and with, when, at a time when there's literally a show about it because... The rap scene is so prevalent. Yes, and this is how I choreograph this show because <laughs> Adam Levine's the front runner. He's the headliner. Much like he, he comes out, the magic out. They do one song, and then you kind of go, "Hey, I got to interrupt you real quick." No, we got We got to do the proper welcome. Then you do "Welcome to Atlanta." People go crazy, and then you go back to Maroon Five. That's how you do it in Atlanta. Am I don't wrong? Just don't even go back to Maroon Five. Just save Maroon Five for. <laughs> I don't know. Pre-game. The post-game show. Yeah. Tim McGraw was singing in the pre-game. parking lot. See? There's a pre-game. Didn't, like, didn't Everybody's bon, on a tier here. You, bon Jovi was saying pre-game after the uh, Buccaneers-Raiders Super Bowl. This is our whole argument. Is or it post-game. A, is this a uh, state fair band? So at a certain yeah. point, at a certain point, <laughs> you That's can say, little, no, I'm saying at a certain point, <laughs> you know Foghat's probably playing the state fair. <laughs> Maroon 5, you would say, are they pre-game or are they halftime? You have to kind of... That's the that's the blink. It's sort of like getting that gold jacket. You got to have that blink that says, you know what, you're, you're really right, good. You're really good, but you're not quite halftime material. I'm not putting you at the state fair yet. You're going pre. Get ready for next year when it's Pitbull featuring Imagine Dragons. Uh huh. Then what they should do is just go like a ten year and rotate all the superstars: the Timberlakes, the Beyonces. I know, obviously. Prince has passed, but get the big time Bruno Mars. A-listers, Bruno Mars, and just rotate them about every seven to ten years. Kind of like they do with host cities for the most part. Yeah. Okay, they used to be San Diego, which now they're dead. And splashing the other big names, you know, splashing a Katy Perry here and there. Yeah, Gaga. Yeah, Gaga. There you just go. Splashing here. Gwen they're, Stefani. We just fixed it. Don't center it around Maroon 5. Look at that. Chuck's on a roll. He wins the squares, gives money back to charity. Feeling pretty good. He's going to get tattoos. Doesn't give it to his daughter. Even know who you are anymore. Hey, right, if, quick you, break. if you win, though, money in charity, and then, of course, you have to uh, to claim it on your taxes, okay, you don't want to get uh, sideways with the IRS. 
Uh, if you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night, are you facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments? If so, you should contact former Department of Justice Tax Division attorney, our guy, Mark Milton, at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton providing a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the TV and radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. We can see his office from our studio here in Kirkwood. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Chuck, when we come back, a little bonus here on this Monday, post-Super Bowl Monday, we'll do five for Chuck. Huh? Hey. Let's do that. 100%. And we got to talk about Isaac. This we is got Isaac. Me off. Isaac right. Hayes. We got Isaac next year. Oh, you know what? It's in Miami next year. Isn't he dead? Who? Isaac Hayes? <laughs> I don't know. I think he might We'll be. check on that. The Super Bowl is in Miami. That's why they waited, because Bruce is from Lauderdale. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's They're missed. waiting. Missed. Okay, I missed that. Okay. Uh, five for Chuck. When we come back, Fast Eddie's doors open at the top of the hour at 1 o'clock. Of course, on the weekends, it's 11 a.m. Doors swing open. Great day to be in that outdoor patio area today. Get the full strawberry, or you're eating a little lighter. Just eat some peel and eat shrimp. How about this? After the show, let's go to Fast Eddie's and Chuck buys his lunch. We should. Well, I'll do it. Like I said, I'm generous. Feeling good. I like how he's, a, he's announced that he's generous. <laughs> a Fast Eddie's Pot Air <laughs> in Alton is the place to go for lunch, dinner, drinks. You know the routine. Live music every single day. So maybe you got a day off during the middle of the week. Why not go hang out at Fast Eddie's or on the weekend? Grab a group of friends or you have a birthday. You can bring a group of 20, 30 people. They can accommodate. It happens all the time. Bachelorette parties. They just get off the bus, roll on in there as long as you're 21. They're ready for you. Huge place like the old Roadhouse and the old Route 66 days. Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. It is worth the trip. Clark Bridge, turn right. Can't miss it. Fourth and Broadway in Alton, Illinois.